Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. It's bowling season, folks! It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the runner-up in the Duke's Mayo Bowl Dumper Contest. Sad, sad day when I wasn't announced as a dumper. And with me, as always, is AJ, Jose Gaspar, Gasparilla Bowl, Marchese. Oh, baby, the Gasparilla Bowl is the granddaddy of them all now that the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl just doesn't got it anymore. I think we can all agree on that. Are you, are you going to the Gasparilla Pirate Festival this year? Oh, of course. I'm there every year, Rob. You know that. Today, we're going bowl by bowl and telling you which 2023 NFL draft prospect to watch in all 42 of them. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out. To Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And, and that's, that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Every single year, we deal with the naysayers, the folks who tell us there are too many bowl games, bowls don't matter, prospects are opting out of bowls, this and that, this and that. If you like football, why are you complaining? Yeah. It's just it's 42 extra football games. Who cares? Yep. Even if the top talent's opting out, we we're, this podcast is about the NFL draft. I have no problem with the top NFL Let's say the, t- the the ten best prospects in a bowl game all opt out. Fine, we'll find somebody else to talk about. It's, the it's fun. New guys are gonna emerge, baby. We gotta look ahead to next year, you know. Exactly, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't watch them if you don't enjoy them. That's fine. No, no one's telling you you have to watch them, but but don't wreck it for the rest of us who love everything about bowl season from the the zaniness, the dumb names. French fries getting dumped on coaches. Mm-hmm. Everything about bowl season to me is the best. This is why I love football. This is why I love college football more specifically. Now, I will say you are recording live from the Prince Jet Chedward suite at the Cheez-It Bowl. The P- Prince Chedward is the, the the best mascot in bowl history. How much would you give to, um, to, to stay a night in the room? Everything. Okay. I, I, I would commit seppuku the next day. If they let me stay. Okay. Oh, good. 
I'm sure that's what um, Cheez-It wants. That's our goal. Probably. Probably. I would let Prince Chedward behead me. Well, you, okay. Only if it was the honorable thing to do. You would never betray yeah. him in any, in any regard. No. no. I would, my life goal is to be knighted by Prince Chedward. Um, also, I'm so glad uh, the Jimmy Kimmel Bulls back this year. I hope we get more Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy content. Kimmel will be all over the place. It's going to be great. Um, every bowl game, I mean, the Bloomin' Onion, that's a big time one at the Outback Bowl, mm-hmm. the old Outback Bowl. Uh, we don't have the Outback Bowl this year, which is sad, but every every bowl game needs its own mascot. So true. So true. I feel like, like the one the one big change I want to bring to bowl season is one company can only sponsor one bowl, and that's it. It's a good change. You you want more more companies getting publicity. Like Bad Boy Mowers, like come on, why would we ever know that existed? They 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 paid for it, they get the right to it. And now I only use Bad Boy Mowers for all my mowing needs. Have you used every product involved in bowl season this of year? Of course, yeah. I remember the, how, how What was the How often do you Yeah, sorry. How often do you eat wasabi? Every day. That's a good take. Remember the um what was it? Roofclaim.com. I claim roofs well, all the time. Roofclaim.com is back this yeah, year. Yeah, of course. Because we've just been claiming later. roofs nonstop. But but let's start out of the country with the hometown lenders Bahamas Bowl. It's better than the Bahamas, baby. Between Miami of Ohio and UAB. Um, I think Miami should have to change their name to Miami of Bahamas for this week. That's a writ. Wow. And UAB is University of Alabama Bahamas. Bahamas. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, and let's start. Let's start with the running back there, Dwayne McBride. I think he UAB's running back, Dwayne McBride, is the best prospect in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been. He was a guy who had a lot of hype over the summer. Kind of got overshadowed, obviously playing for a six and six G five program, but. As we get back into it, if he declares, because he is, he does have another year of eligibility, he will be the best group of five running back prospect. Um, he led the country in rushing. He had 19 touchdowns. Talk about him. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know if he wants to come back and, and play for Coach Trent, though. But yeah, McBride's but clearly this I, I would this I game. would give everything to play for Coach Trent. I, Coach Trent's going to have yeah. him throwing the ball all over the place, though. Co- Co- Coach Trent hired his high school defensive coordinator as his defensive coordinator. Um, no, but sorry. McBride is, yeah, if he doesn't declare, he's clearly the top G5 back. And he was one of the top ones coming into the season. And like I said, led the nation in rushing. So, well, it's not to like. I, I'm glad he's playing this game if it's his last. Uh, that's a That's a... One of the top G five guys to watch in the bowl games. I don't. Yeah, it, it does feel like he got overshadowed and a little lost in the shuffle of the of this class this year. I don't know. He, I think, I think it'll bounce back. He's a well built, one cut, contact balance runner. He's one um, of those guys that you know a team finds that he comes in as RB three, and by this time in the season, he's he's getting a good chunk of carries. You know. Yeah, he's uh, Damian Pierce of the group of five. <laughs> yeah. Um. A couple other names: Mac Hippenhammer, the oh, Miami God. Ohio receiver. Yeah, baby. Uh, he'll be dealing with UAB corner Starling Thomas, who's headed to the East West Shrine Game. Uh, Kadeem Telford, the left tackle for UAB, mm-hmm. and Trey Shropshire, the receiver for UAB. Our guy, Trey Shropshire, had a good year this year too. Moving on to the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, which is just the second bowl being played at 3 p.m. on a Friday, this Friday, which feels like a slap in the face. Because this is 
one of this is the best G five G five bowl game. It's a top twenty five matchup. It's number twenty five UTSA versus number twenty four Troy. Uh, the Roadrunners have an explosive offense. Troy has the best defense it, than G five. It's such a good yeah matchup of strengths. It should be played at like seven p.m. six p.m. on the Friday night, not three p.m. in the afternoon. I mean, I won't be working because I'll be watching this game, but for the regular people. Um, and I, I'm going to go with with uh, DeCorian Clark, the UTSA receiver injured. The kind of alpha dog of the receiver core, although he isn't maybe viewed as the same level of prospect as Clark, is, is Zachary Franklin, mm-hmm. their, uh, their leading receiver this year, over uh, 1,000 yards, have 14 TDs. Coming He's off a huge been, game. Yeah, he's been awesome the last two years. Uh, really good in 50-50 ball scenarios, even though he's a, a more of a slender build. Yeah. Um, but his his leaping ability and his ball skills uh, are, are pretty impressive. I think he's a late day three guy to pay attention to. Yeah, but he seems like a guy that – another type of guy that maybe like he's, he's later, deeper in a wide receiver depth chart, but like – Feels like a guy that can just hang around well, like for a while, like you know, like I don't know, like in the Nick Westbrook Ikea mold, maybe like who's I know mold, uh, Westbrook Ikea is a little bigger, but you know can just just maybe come in and produce. I, every time you watch UTSA, Sakari Franklin impresses. That's that's a fact. Um, opposite him on that UTSA offense, Joshua Cephas, another receiver. The Roadrunners are just loaded. Yeah. Uh, They've also got at center Ofido Maka, the big center, Corey Mayfield at corner. Uh, and for Troy, I mean, Carlton Marshall is the all-time God. FBS leader in tackles. Yep. He's undersized, but I have a feeling he'll make the Patriots as a special teamer. <laughs> um, He's a CFL and, Hall of Famer if he wants to be. That's a fact. And on their offense, they got Ray J. Johnson, who went off in the Sunbelt Championship game, who's a 6'4", 220-pound UAB transfer. Mm-hmm. He's pretty interesting. And then their left tackle, Austin Stidham. Plus my my guy tight end Oscar Cardenas for UTSA. Oh right, my bad, my bad. Frank Harris is good. There's a lot of play. It's a good game. That's a really good game. It it is a good game. Um, and going to the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Is it is which, this Saturday the best bowl game day? It's loaded. It is loaded, and you've always said football games are better in baseball stadiums. I, how much would you pay to to watch this game from the Green Monster? Everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know what, you could ask me that about any of these bulls, and I would answer the same. How, one more question before we get into this. How long of an interview do you think Scott Satterfield's going to give in the booth, which I assume is going to oh, be a thing? God. Two quarters, three quarters? Uh, this is the best bowl game because Louisville head coach Scott Satterfield was poached by Cincinnati. Louisville fans couldn't have been happier. And then they went and got the chosen one, yeah. Jeff Brom from Purdue, which was just like they upgraded it at their head coach after – Getting their head With, coach poached. without having to buy anyone out. It's it's a perfect scenario for Louisville, Louisville. Uh, so that that that's an interesting storyline. I'm sure we'll have to listen to way too much Satterfield. Um, for Cincinnati, tight end Josh Wiley and receiver Trey Tucker, both headed the Senior Bowl, both opted out. Uh, but right now, as of right now, Kytrell Clark, the Louisville corner, mm-hmm. is expected to play. He's one of my favorite guys in this class. Uh, I, I figure focus on him. Few players are better at triggering downhill against screens. And blowing him up, then my guy. And I think he's an NFL-level nickel, and he's um, he's headed to the East West Ryan game. He'll be a guy, like, if he does play, which, again, like you said, he expected to, he'll be a – like, this isn't a game that he half-assed, you know? He'll be all over the place. He'll be blowing dudes up. 
Uh, he, he'll probably be one of the stars. And and Ivan Pace is playing for Cincy, right? Yep, that's a that's a good one. He's he's heading to the Shrine game too, isn't he? Right? Yeah. Um, yep. Looking at him, who's been like one of the money transfers of the year this year, um, playing linebacker. Like like you said, he's a, he's an interesting guy too because he he plays such an yeah physical aggressive downhill game. But like on passing downs, they either have him spy or blitz. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> seeing him against uh, I guess G five talent. I don't know. What, I don't know. Does Louisville even have G five talent? Maybe next year. Um. Yeah, seeing him, you know, try to cover guys in space would be a big, a big thing going forward. I don't know if we'll see it too much, but Pace should make a, Mc- a few flash plays. Mikhail Cunningham's not playing for Louisville, and that would have been a fun that, yeah, guy to watch yeah, him try a wrangle. Sure. Um, there's a bunch of like kind of interesting guys in this one too, like yeah, yeah, Diaby, who's on the freaks list. He's headed to the Senior Bowl, Louisville defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshawn Ford's long been a very solid player tight end for the Cards. Yeah. Um, That's a good one if, if Pace has to end up covering him at all. Probably yeah. Probably won't, but. Uh, I mean, like, Arquan Bush, uh, Pace's brother, Deshaun Pace, yep. Juwan Briggs, Leonard Taylor, Tyler Hudson. Like, there's a there's a bunch of Lorenz Mentz, uh, the German. Uh, lots, of, lots of interesting guys. It, it's a weird game just because neither of the teams are being coached by their head coach. And the, the, the head coach of them both is there. <laughs> I think I think he should have to coach both teams. Or call or one man booth the game, one or the other, his choice. Um, getting over to the one FCS bowl that exists because um, uh, the HBCUs play in the the cricket celebration bowl every year instead of going to the FCS playoffs, and it's Deion Sanders' last game at Jackson State, taking on NC Central. Uh, adds another interesting wrinkle to it, and, and because Deion's done such a good job accumulating talent at Jackson. They, they have two different guys here who are interesting to me. Um, Aubrey Miller at linebacker, who's headed to the Senior mm-hmm. Bowl, big, uh, a, a Missouri transfer who's a kind of a see-it-hit-it, playing 100 miles an hour, trying to take your head off type of linebacker. And the guy I like even more is, is the receiver Dallas Daniels, who's headed to the East-West Shrine game. And kind of a, a, a – uh, a lean Z receiver with speed to stretch the field and make plays after the catch, but he's got a really like funky deep release repertoire, and I think he's really interesting. I think he's a guy who's gonna make some fans uh, in Vegas when, when Galco gets his hands on him. <laughs> I'm calling it right now NC Central with the upset of bowl season being Jackson State. Yeah, I, th- I feel Deon, it. I, I, it's Dion's too busy recruiting uh, up in beautiful Boulder. It's- Exactly, which is what sold him, I heard, is, is just how beautiful Boulder is. Well, he said, he said the weather's great. <laughs> it, it is. It's They call it the, the Florida of the Rockies. Um, I like that the Celebration Bowl actually gets included in bowl season now. Feels like Oh, yeah, it's overdue. great. Anyways, yeah, go on. Um, Moving to the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, do you, do you, if, what is that? They'll be, I'll be using, be using them for all my distribution needs. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's smart. Florida's playing number 14, Oregon State. Uh, so th- this is kind of our big, our first big, like, Power 5 game. Um, obviously, the Gators didn't have a great year. The Beavs did. The Beavs deserved better. They did. Um, so many opt-outs, though. Um, Luke Musgrave at tight end, who's hurt. Rajon Wright, the Oregon State corner. Uh, for the Gators, Anthony Richardson, Osiris Torrance, Justin Shorter, Ventrell Miller. 
But apparently Jervon Dexter plans to play, even though he's declared. That is surprising, given that, you know, the rest of the team has opted out. Uh, but he's clearly the highlight. He, uh, not, not, I mean, maybe needs a strong bowl game is a bit of a stretch, but it would really help if, if be, he goes out and yeah. does uh, a lot of damage against Warren's State, and they'll be running the ball a lot. It's it's actually a really good game for him to show up. Like it's, it's Yeah, exactly. All, all the Beavs do is run the ball. Yeah. They, they can't pass. Um Seeing Dexter just kind of wreck shit up the middle mm-hmm. would be big for him. Obviously, 6'6", 3'12". We saw flashes of him early in the year where he looked like he could be a top 10 player in this class. The inconsistencies in his play has been an issue. But he's got the 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 size, the power, and the quickness to be a guy who can really clog the run game, which is what the NFL is looking for yeah. in the interior right now, but also add pass rush with that athleticism. You see flashes of what he can do as a pass rusher with that that length and power. Yeah, again, if he plays, he's the star of the NFL draft show in this one. Um, anyone anyone from the Beavs really getting you going? Uh, their linebacker, Omar Spates, is big special teams linebacker <laughs> uh, vibes. Um, I do wish Musgrave was playing, but obviously he's been – Banged up all or year. Even um, even getting Rayshon Johnson, uh, Rayshon Wright um, against Florida would be against the Florida receivers. I mean, not too yeah, it's actually surprised he's headed to the Senior Bowl. I'm happy for um, him. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, I, I a more low key one. It's not a guy who I think is going to declare this year. And I think you mentioned him middle of the season ish. Princely mm-hmm. Umile, I can't the say edge, his last name, yeah. but the, their edge rusher, who's a, I believe he's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah. Um, he had a really quiet but strong breakout year this year for the Gators, so that's a, another guy to watch. Yep. Uh, Amari Bernie, Trey Dean. Um, I think Dean's headed to the Senior Bowl. Um, okay. The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Between Washington State and Fresno it's State. Good, this good is a matchup. really fun one. Yeah. It's a really fun one. Jimmy knows how to he pick. He does. Or, actually, you know, Cousin Sal makes the picks. <laughs> I really hope Jimmy Campbell's back vomiting. Oh, he'll be. He'll be back. He'll be puking all over the field. I don't think I like I, – I, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think I have any feelings about Jimmy Kimmel one way or the other, but I really do get a kick out of this. He's doing a good job. I, I remember when the first time I swear people were criticizing him. I'm like, this is, this is what bowl season's about. Yeah. I'd rather Jimmy's name be on it than the SRS distribution. Oh, please don't. Please don't disrespect us or ask this. Imagine if Conan had a bull. That's my only gripe with this game. Conan should have a bull. That's, that's a really good point. Uh, his podcast blown up so much that he might next year. Yeah. Uh, okay. For, I, I think, one, this is a great quarterback matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't think Washington State quarterback Cameron Ward's declaring this year, but really good momentum heading into the 24 uh, draft. He'll be one of those summer darlings, that's for sure. And like I love him. And he, not, that's not. And, and he was this summer too, coming out of the incarnate word. Exactly. Work. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, though, I think Jake Hayner is really the guy to watch. He's a guy I've been stumping for all 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 year. Um, headed to the Senior Bowl with the way this quarterback class is shaping up, I really truly believe he can kind of be one of the uh, maybe maybe even the second best senior or third best senior quarterback in this class after Will Levis and Hendon Hooker. And kind of that day three quarterback who he has enough arm. He's an accurate, smart passer, makes plays out of structure. He, I mean, we're seeing what Brock Purdy's doing right now. Yeah. Why not, J.K.? Why not? That's for sure. Um, 
We got, we got Dan Henley playing this one, I think. He's, he has an opted. Oh, he opted? Shit. He has opted out. Sorry, I should have mentioned Damn. that. Yeah, Washington State's best prospect who is a downhill thumper at linebacker. That's That sucks. But, yeah, that, I think all eyes are on the quarterback matchup. I totally agree with you. Um, you know, Washington State's got a couple other, tra- other like, kind of surprising guys that went to the transfer portal. Like, I, Stripling leaving for Oklahoma State kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, that, that – I, I th- Andrew's got a huge shot. I mean, not that it's just coming down to this game at all, but like you said, to be maybe the first quarterback taken on day three, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, Jim's going to get him yeah, cooking Jim's, down Jim's, in Mobile. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and, and running with him, Jalen Marino, uh, Cropper at receiver, and Jordan Mims at running back, both had the East West Shrine game. Both interesting players in their own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like Mims as that kind of late day three satellite back. Cropper's a very dynamic space player, uh, and their safety Evan Williams. I've long. St- I think I'm a Fresno State guy. You, you've always been a Fresno State guy. I like that. The, I can't. The other receiver is fun too. I know I'm blanking on his name. I mentioned him last week. I had a really strong. Uh, oh, the the punt return guy. Yeah, the other, the punt return guy. Uh, uh, Nico Remigio. Remigio, yeah, he's good too. Yeah, he came over from Cal. Yeah, Cal transfer. Yeah, he's he's one of the best return men in the country. Yeah, and he looked good as just a pure receiver last week. So. That's that's fun. Uh, yeah, there's all about the passing attack here. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy always gets the top talents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, down there in LA, um, the Lending Tree Bowl. Maybe, maybe the bowl game that on paper lacks the most. Uh, <laughs> a five and seven Rice team playing Southern Miss. Will Hall quickly turn them around. Um, the guy to talk about is definitely Akena mm-hmm. Inichuglu. Who we talked about him a little bit over the summer, um, and then no one's watched the Rice game since. Exactly, uh, a guy who they play all over that. He's kind of their fixer. They just play him everywhere on that defensive line because he's their only NFL talent. Uh, and nice little power rusher plays the run really well as an edge yeah. outside. Just really fun to see him get mismatches on the interior. Has like seventeen and a half TFLs the last two years. Uh, he's a he's a late day three guy. Yeah, I liked him a little bit more. I thought, like, he's definitely a draftable guy. Maybe mid-day three type of dude. But I think he's just got that the chops to hang around in the league for a long time. Like you say, versatility, yeah, good size. He's yeah. He he looks like he belongs at a much uh, more prestigious, not academically because nothing could beat Rice, but football school. Um, yeah, and it's cool. This is I'm, this would be a nice game for him to kind of, you know, everyone's got eyes on the Lightning Tree Bowl, you know? Like, this is going to be his, his time to shine. Uh-huh. Frank Gore Jr. is playing this one. Exactly. So we know Frank Gore Sr. is going to be watching. That's cool. And and, and Rice's second leading receiver is Luke McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's little brother. Ooh. And Southern Miss receiver Jason Brownlee is mm-hmm. a little bit interesting. Uh, Jason Brownlee's got the name of a country music superstar and maybe he's a receiving superstar too. Well, imagine Jason and Luke McCaffrey team up to <laughs> put a country album out. Uh, Texas Mississippi, Mississippi line, they call Ooh, it. I'd be listening. I, that's something I could get behind. Uh, Brownlee's had a really, really, really good year. Every think like the few times we've maybe one that we watched Mississippi uh, Southern Miss. Really, he's just really explosive. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, dyna- like makes these dynamic catches. Mm-hmm. Is a great catch radius. Yeah. Um, the New Mexico Bowl between SMU and BYU. Love this game. Love this. This game. is this is perfect game. Uh, Rashi Rice opted out for SMU. Obviously, would have been the best prospect in this game. Yeah. But with him out, Blake Freeland, the BYU left tackle. Yeah. Um, this, go ahead. this this tackle class has kind of had its ups and downs. 
after the top guys, it's it, it's I think very smoky. At who kind of follows those big time? Yeah, and, and Blake Freeland with his athleticism uh, and the fact that he's going to the Senior Bowl, like he has a good chance to really elevate himself and maybe for some be viewed as a top five tackle in this class awesome. if everything yeah. shakes out. He's he's six eight. He's got the length. He's incredible athlete uh laterally he um I, I think that shows up when he's mirroring in pass protection but another a guy who needs to get stronger yeah he definitely does it's like you said it like he his season's been up and down um he's had his moments though for sure um if jaron hall is healthy he and playing the quarterback for byu will be one to watch who's another guy you know has had up and down the stock all over this year uh puka nakua is pretty good too yeah. the receiver so BYU's yep. got some guys. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if Jaron Hall I, – I heard murmurs that Jaron Hall's going to go back to school. Mm, yeah, I'm not – Which is interesting, but also at the same time, I the the hype was always over the top of him, so I don't even know if he'd be drafted. Yeah, I don't know. If he came out. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean – He's going to be a weird evaluation. It's a weak quarterback class, though. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough call, I feel like, if you – you know, he's, he's a little older, too, as a prospect, and – that's a tough call. Going to the Frisco Bowl between North Texas and Boise State, the Mean Green mm-hmm. and the Broncos. Uh, clearly, JL Skinner is the best prospect in this game. Um, Boise State safety, 6'4", he's 220. He's one of the best G5 prospects we got in this class. Uh, kind of plays everywhere for them. Overhang, too deep, single high. A guy who runs the, uh, runs the alley with the best of them. And it just feels like he's always making – like he he does a really good job jumping routes and making plays on the football for his size. Yeah, he does. He does. And it still feels like a guy that, like, you know, the big media hasn't picked up on yet. Um, yeah, I mean, he was banged up in the Mountain West Championship game. So, I mean, he's expected to go and everything. But Skinner could be the star of this game. I mean, no no disrespect to Austin Ani or anything. But, you know, playing a – you know, this offense is a really, really, really good chance for him to just go finish his Boise career with a huge game. Uh, flip side, I guess George Rolani is the second best prospect in this game, also on Boise. Uh, Boise's other DBs, too. Terry Jones, their other mm-hmm. safety. Your, your boy, Kaneo, uh, their nickel. Ochuku, um, the lineman, going to the triangle. Uh, left tackle, yeah. Uh, and, and North Texas, generally an offensive school, their best prospects are on defense, and, and I think that's that's uh, KD Davis, mm-hmm. their linebacker, and um, they got a big corner named Deshaun Gaddy. Gaddy's got it, and, yeah, yeah. So and don't forget my favorite player, Oscar Attaway, who's like their third string running back, but he's like a it's like a runaway Home Depot cart filled up uh, top. So I love him. I will say, watching them in the Conference USA Championship game. Their redshirt freshman tight end, Car- Varkees Gums, what an, looks like what look, looks like I, it's a heck of a name, but like legit looks like a dude for maybe in a couple of years. Maybe he hits the portal. I don't know. Maybe Eric Morris gets the most out of yeah. him, but like a ridiculous athletic mismatch. Um, keeping it moving, heading heading to the uh, surf turf at the, at the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Myrtle Beach is so big they don't need a sponsor. Marshall versus UConn, the return of Jim Mora. Love that. I love that uh, UConn's bowl eligible. I think this is one of the toughest bowl games to pick because those Huskies going to be hungry. Uh, not too much prospect-wise going on for the Huskies, though. I think they're, they're linebacker duo of Jackson Mitchell, who's had a bunch of tackles this year, and, and Brandon Boyer-Rando, who, who impressed me in the Michigan game. 
kind of like the, the the ones to highlight for UConn. Uh, their guard Christian Hayes is also yeah. a, a guy. Uh, I think he's a Richard Jr. though, so he's probably gonna go back. But a guy to watch for next year. Um, I think maybe not the best prospect prospect in this game, but I think the most interesting story's got to be the the Marshall running back Kalen LeBourne. I think he's probably the uh, best prospect now. Rasheen Ali is back with the program. Yeah, but LeBourne um, might be better. Uh, the thing is, twenty four year old rookie. Yeah. Uh, but so LeBourne was a five star recruit. Spent kind of three uneventful years at Florida State. Uh, was dismissed from the program for breaking team rules. Um, decided to stay at the school and not just hit the transfer program so he could graduate. Paid his way by by uh, being an Uber driver, I believe. Um, and then graduated. Grad transferred to Marshall this year. Rashina Ali, their top running back, stepped away from the program for a bit. One of the top running backs Le- in the whole G5. LeBourne comes in and runs for 1,400 yards and 16 touchdowns. Uh, 5'11", 212. You can see why he was a big recruit coming yeah. out of high school. Really really laterally explosive. Uh, good contact balance in the open field. Has some burst to him. Um, a, a guy who I, I don't think will get drafted, but will be on an NFL roster. Yeah, agreed. I mean, hey, when... 24-year-old running back, who cares? It's not like they're getting second contracts anymore anyways, you know? Like, give me a 28-year-old rookie running back, veteran experience. Uh, two more guys for Marshall, Stephon Gilmore's brother, Steven, mm-hmm. at corner, and their safety, Micah Abram. Your guy, Gilmore's been your guy for so long. He is my guy. He's going to be so good for the uh, Ottawa Red Blacks. <laughs> Um, going to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, where the winning coach gets French fries dumped on them, so that's pretty pretty great. Uh, Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State, two of the best coaching jobs that no one talks about has have been done by Chris Creighton at Eastern Michigan and Brent Brennan at San Jose State. Yeah, remember like you know playing uh, NCAA fourteen or back in the day? These were the two worst programs, and that was you know reflected in real life. And now they're bowl pretty consistently bowl eligible teams. Yeah, I mean, Brent Brennan won the Mountain West mm-hmm. three years ago, yeah. COVID year. And, and Chris Creighton just every year seems to get drag this team to a bowl game. It's really impressive. Um, the top guy to watch is, speaking of that Mountain West championship team, Volami Fajoko, yeah. I think, is the, the guy to watch. San Jose State edge rusher who, for the last three years, has just been racking up TFLs and sacks. Um, a guy who they kick inside, uh, they stand up, they do all these things with him. Really good pop in his hands um, and plays his ass off. Good run defender. I, I think he's a day three prospect. Agreed. And on the and his, go ahead, sorry. No, you go. I was just kidding. For, for the for the for the Eastern Michigan, uh, their their lineman Jose Ramirez has been productive as fuck too. Yeah, he's the second second FBS in sacks, I believe. Yeah, so that that's this is a good um, good you know strength versus strength D line versus D line matchup here. And, and I mean, even uh, Fajoko's teammate, Cade Hall, yep. he's uh, another guy I think uh, undrafted type of guy to watch. And their corner, San Jose State corner, Nehemiah Shelton's headed to the East West Shrine game. Uh, Elijah Cooks was long a, a guy in Nevada we thought would yep. put together. He had a good year for for San Jose State and City. So also headed to the East West Shrine game. Bunch of bunch of our favorite players. So many, so many. This is our favorite bowl game. Um, other than, of course, the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Love roof claim. We're claiming my roof all year long, not just during Boca Raton Bowl season. Uh, we got Toledo versus Liberty. 
Uh, a, a game again, maybe doesn't have the prospects jumping off the sheet at you. No. But there's a couple different guys in the Toledo front seven that I think are interesting. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I, I think Ohio State, former blue chip recruit Dallas Gant, transferred from Ohio State uh, to Toledo, led the team in tackles this year, 113. It's really just solid linebacker. Big and athletic. Yeah. Um, so he, he sticks out to me, and their combo of the Johnsons, Deontay Johnson and, and Dejuan Johnson, uh, Deontay at, at linebacker, Dejuan on the defensive line, in the MAC championship, these guys are making every play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I'm just going to say go Rockets in this one, baby. Just go go crunch Liberty. That's what I'm looking for. And, and also, don't forget Jamal Hines. Some people thought he was Khalil Mack. I, I know. That's a lot of talent on a Mack front seven. That's a lot of good ball players. Um. Liberty, I I think I still think their top guy is Javon Scruggs. Uh, you know, just a yeah, solid safety. Swiss Army knife on the yeah, defensive back. Yeah. Uh, Darrell Johnson uh, was ultra productive on the edge for them this yeah, year too. Yeah, I'm still a Scruggs guy. All right, I guess that will reflect when you make him your safety yeah, one. In this you'll class. see it. Don't worry. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama in the R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Arnell Carries have been sponsoring this game for so long, I still know what they are. I'm going to be honest. The carry stuff for you? I, I don't know. I like that they use the plus in, for their and instead of the word the and. Like the ampersand. Yeah. yeah. like it's just It makes me always want to say R plus L. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't realize how good of a year uh, South Alabama had until I was oh, in yeah. this game. They got overshadowed by Troy yeah. because – um, South Alabama, I think, would have won the Sun Belt if John Summerall didn't come and fix Troy. They came Womack had that defense per in. It was great hire. It was a great, great, great pun, play. great hire. Yep. Thank you. Uh, they their running backs, Ladamian Webb. Who do you remember where where he 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 used to make plays? No, at? no Florida State. Whoa, I remember. I didn't him. even let you. I remember him making plays at Florida State now. And their quarterback is Toledo's old quarterback, Carter Bradley. Like, their their offense is weird. Uh, and Jalen Wayne, the receivers, head to the Senior Bowl. Um, but, yeah, their defense was incredible. And, and that's why the, the the guy to watch for me is their corner, Daryl Luter Jr., mm-hmm. who's also headed to the Senior Bowl. Uh, I was watching him this week. And just a press man's master. Like, his feet are really freaking good, especially at the group of five level. Really patient feet, uh, has the closing speed to break stuff up. I I like him a lot. I think he's gonna really rise in Mobile. Yeah, that's a that's a big one there for USA. I mean, I think they like. I think I think Jim just likes keeping the South Alabama kids in town. Um, I think that's his new thing. He keeps bragging about having local kids. Uh, Western Kentucky. Austin Reed is back. He might play. So that's cool. He wait. He pulled out of the yeah. Transfer he's portal? going back. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know if he's like he might. It's, why wouldn't he play? But yeah, he's he's backed at Western, baby. Last I checked, at Big least. News. you know, you know, no, you're right. He, he's all over for the place. an NIL deal. Oh yeah, the Hilltoppers got the best uh, NIL package in 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 college football. And there, they also have Broderick Martin on their defense, who's a big old nose tackle, who's headed to the East West Shrine game. It's a good one. Um. He, yeah, he he's he's a guy I like, and uh, the receivers Jalen Hall and Daywood Davis. Speaking of big old nose tackles, Rob, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl between Baylor and Air Force. What a funky matchup this one is! 
Um, yeah, the the highlight of this game is clearly Siaki Ika, baby. Baylor Bears uh, legend, I'll, I'll say it, in his last game for Baylor. Uh, what what a beautiful matchup that Ika gets against Air Force. Like, that's – he just gets to shine, baby. I, I can't, like, I'm so interested in watching the best nose tackle in this NFL draft play a team that just runs it's triple awesome. option. It's perfect for him. I'm shocked he didn't opt out just because, like, I don't know, that's a lot of – Cut blocks. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cut blocks. Uh, he's he's going to be dodging them, though. He He's a guy who, as, as we've talked about, the NFL's gone back to running the football and needing these big space eaters like the Jordan Davises of the world. And He's the best at it in this class, mm-hmm. so uh, it's going to be fun to see where he ends up getting selected because he's also got underrated athleticism to his game that allows him to kind of shoot gaps, move plays around a line of scrimmage with his lateral agility. Um but God, watching him against the triple option seems insane. I love it. I love it. He's gonna he's gonna have thirty five tackles in this game. Uh, Baylor also has freaks list defensive lineman Gabe Hall, left tackle Connor Galvin, safety Christian Morgan. Air Force doesn't really have a lot of guys, but the running back Brad Roberts puts up numbers. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl between Louisiana and Houston. Uh, two two programs that were awesome last year and fell down a bit yeah. this year. Um, I think Tank Dell is the guy I'm most excited to see. Definitely, yeah. Is Clayton Tune still still playing? Right. Yeah, it sounds like Dell and Tune are both playing. Both headed to the Senior Bowl. Um, Dell obviously has been one of the most productive G five receivers the last mm-hmm. two years. Uh, his biggest flaw is the fact that he's 150 pounds. Hey, if Tutu Atwell can get drafted in the second round, that's true. He, but he, he's a, a very explosive yeah. player. I, I, I think under underrated. Not just like he's got the speed to win deep, but I think he's the underrated route runner too. With his, um, the the way he gets in and out of his breaks, it feels like he's in like the perfect position to have like. 250 yards and be the leading receiver of bowl season in this game. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Toon's a guy who kind of like Hayner could be that top, that that second or, or sorry, third senior quarterback selected. He's an accurate passer. He moves pretty well. He, he doesn't have the biggest arm, but he has enough arm. Mm-hmm. Um, their left tackle, Patrick Paul, yeah, was a guy who who we talked about a lot over the summer. If he declares, he's pretty interesting. Safety, various Owens headed to the East West Shrine Bowl. I like him. And for Louisiana, it's their edge rusher, DeAnthony Jones, who's also headed to the Shrine Bowl, who's really long and athletic. And the receiver, Michael Jefferson. Who's, who's also long and athletic. <laughs> yeah, lots of athletes in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the one we've all been waiting athletes, for. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla. Oh, baby. AJ personally chose these teams. <laughs> yeah, I got to, I got to choose. The spirit of Gaspar will be there. Uh, he'll be he'll be on the Wake sideline. I'm calling it right now. Wake Forest versus Missouri. Uh, the best prospect on either side has opted out. That's Missouri pass rusher Isaiah McGuire. But for the time being, it looks like AT Perry's going to be playing for Wake. That's fun. That's a good prospect. Um, big old receiver. Been super productive over his career at Wake. Um, that's cool that if he goes out with one more last, you know, big game against SEC opponent. Um, yeah, obviously, kind of a big ball winner at X. Uh, has had twenty six touchdowns the last two years. One of the better senior receivers, and 
it sounds like quarterback Sam Hartman's going to play. Their other receiver, Donovan Green. Their tight end, Blake Whitehart, who's headed to the Shrine game. Their center, center Michael Jurgens. Like, a lot of their offensive talent's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and their defensive tackle, Kobe Whiteside, another interesting guy, headed to the Shrine game. Put up big numbers at Richmond last year before transferring up. Um, and then from Missouri, Trajan Jeffco, DJ Coleman, two pass rushers. Uh, Chris Abrams, Drain, their corner, and Javon Foster, their tackle. Uh, go Gasparilla Bowl. The easy post Hawaii Bowl. It, Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve is a tradition unlike any other. Yeah, too bad the NFL's trying to steal its thing. I know. Except, except it's worth noting there isn't Sunday night football on Christmas. I don't think. I think you're right. Yeah. On Christmas Eve, sorry. Yeah. Uh, they're they're playing all the games between one and four, and then a couple games on on Christmas Day. Uh, stealing the NBA's thunder, but not the Hawaii Bulls' thunder. Baby. <laughs> uh, the 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 guy to watch is uh, uh, San Diego State safety Patrick McMorris. He's one of the most physical safeties in this class. He is. They just like they almost they play three safeties a lot with him being that center safety who just plays like almost down mm-hmm. low as a seven yard deep linebacker. He makes every freaking tackle and and blows people out of the water. He's a fun watch. How about our guy Jesse Matthews, the wide receiver bowl game king from Flasher? It was him, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he had like 600 yards on the season, but all of them came in the yeah, bowl game. He's going to do it again. What was his, what was his uh, number? Like He wears like a wonky ass 48 or he, something like that. Yeah. He, he wears number 45. He had 175 yards in the bowl game win over UTSA. Yeah, he's good. He's going to do it again. 150 this time. He had like most of his receiving yards on the season in his last four games. He had multiple games. He had three games under ten yards. Doesn't matter. He's getting hot now. Um. Also for San Diego State, Jonah Tavai, whose brother is uh, the Patriots linebacker, playing well actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, Middle Tennessee's got Jordan Ferguson, who's put up crazy. I I don't. He's a UDFA guy, but he's put up crazy numbers the last two years. Yeah, he's not not big either. And their little receiver Jalen Lane's fun. Uh, yeah, Jalen Lane is a lot of fun. You uh, you're talking kind of down on uh, the Stockstills team. Oh no no, this is a reverse jinx. Have you ever seen one? The Stockstills own Hawaii. You know how many times they've gone out there uh, to the Big Island on vacation? Come on. Going to the Quick Lane Bowl between New Mexico State and Bowling Green. Jerry Kill got the Aggies there. Mm-hmm. Um. The, the the my favorite prospect, and I think yours too, is Chris yeah. Ojo, who's just he he's involved, good and bad, in every every play. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll miss a bunch of tackles, he'll make a bunch of tackles. He's playing a million miles per hour, trying to t- take heads off. Um, that screams special teams to me. It does. I think he could be a good special teamer. And for Bowling Green, I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago where the. The coaches call him like Reggie White 2.0 or whatever. But Carl Brooks, the, the defensive lineman who's like 6'3, 300, but plays out on the edge, um, is, has had a really, really productive year. I think 10 sacks. So that's that's a good one to watch, too. And uh, the receiver, Odu Hilaire, who came on late this year for them, uh, he had 246 yards in this game I watched against Toledo on, on a match at night. And uh, anyway, I've got a first round grade. <laughs> Respect that. Going to the Camellia Bowl, speaking of um, a MAC team, uh, Georgia Southern playing Buffalo. 
with the the main storyline mm-hmm. being former Buffalo quarterback mm-hmm. Kyle Van Trees leading Georgia Southern. It's the only thing that matters to me in bowl season, if I'm being honest. The Kyle Van Trees revenge game is so sweet. Uh, so, yeah, he's the top prospect that no one else to talk about. No. Uh, James Patterson, yeah. the brother of uh, old Buffalo running back Jared Patterson, twin brother. Um, big run stuff and old school thumper. Yep. At Mike. And uh, Buffalo receiver Justin Marshall, who's a Louisville transfer. Made a couple big plays for them this year. I was excited to see him against Derek Canteen, but Canteen hit the portal. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah. Hey, Buffalo DP2, Cobb, our guy, pretty good too when he plays. He's out there making flash, flashy plays. So, Servo or Serve Pro First Responder Bowl between Memphis and Utah State. What, what is that? I I think we googled it one year. It's it's something weird. I don't know. Oh, okay, you don't want to talk. About I don't want to talk. Uh, about it. I I'm a big fan of Memphis safety Quindell Johnson. I, for, I forgot you're big. Yeah, you liked him. Yeah, yeah. Who's a guy that just like doesn't miss tackles? Um, he, he's like uh, they play him overhang. They play him in the box. Play him too deep. Um, he's, he's good instincts in zone, good ball skills, no, lacks athleticism, like range and explosiveness, but just a really solid football mm-hmm. player. I, th- I think he's really underrated. Uh, and not, not too much else going on in this one. Uh, Oregon state running back transfer Calvin Tyler for Utah state. Man for a thousand yards. Had a good year. Yeah. He's a little bowling ball. Kind of reminds me of former Utah state turn Oklahoma state running back Jalen Warren. Ooh. Like They're gonna say Robert Turvin. Oh, I wish. Uh, the ticket smarter Birmingham Bowl between Coastal Carolina and East Carolina, a, a, a battle for Carolina supremacy. Um, we gotta go, with big old Gerard Clark. Yeah, baby, love Gerard Clark. He just just eat that space up in the middle. It's been so productive for Coastal here. Can I ask you a question though? Isn't yeah. isn't East Carolina Coastal Carolina? Isn't that where the coast is? This is the battle for the coast, Whoa. in my opinion. Whoa. Anyways, is McCall gonna play? I've seen some stuff that he might. Yeah, so he's he's in the he's gonna be in the portal after the game. That's weird. That's weird. Super weird. Chadwell's gone. But like, I obviously. respect it. I do too. Yeah, I do too. It's just weird. Um, but yeah, Clark is gonna be needed because East Carolina's best players, the running yeah. back Keaton Mitchell, who's a a junior but a really dynamic guy. I don't think he'll declare, but. Kind of got that uh, Naeem Hines who's good. Yeah, lots of explosive runs. Um, that's a good one. Clark versus Mitchell. That's that's the matchup, baby. Also a couple of receivers. Sam Pinkney for Coastal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah Winstead for East. CJ Johnson for East. And, and for Coastal, corners Lance Boykin, DeJordan De, De Strong. Yeah, it feels like DeJordan Strong's been there for so long now. Yeah. It's it's because we've watched so much Coastal yeah. the last three years. Like all of these guys we've known for so long. Uh, going to the guaranteed rate bowl between Wisconsin and Oklahoma State, uh, I would say no, maybe no bowl game suffered from opt-outs more than this and, one. And, and the transfer like, portal for Oklahoma State, too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no Keanu Benton, no Nick Herbig, no uh, Joe Tipman, no Jay Shaw for Wisconsin. They, they've all opted out. And, and Oklahoma State and senior bowl-bound defensive lineman Tyler Lacey's opted out. Um the running or their linebacker Mason Cobb is transferring. Spencer Sanders is transferring. Ford, but you're 
Yeah, yeah, Ford. Uh, your guy, Jason Taylor, I think is the same. I do, too. That we, yeah. We should talk yeah, about. he's had a really, really, really good year. Every time we watch Oklahoma State, he, he's making a ton of plays. I like him as, you know, a day three sleepery safety. So, uh, I mean, you're not going to get too much passing attack from the from the Badgers. But uh, coming down, making plays in the run, I think it's a good highlight for him. Yeah, and, and a guy who he jumps a lot of routes because yeah. he's got good He's good. In zone I like Taylor, yeah. Um, for Wisconsin, Isaiah Mullins, their defensive lineman, has been hurt this year, but he's on the freaks list. Their left tackle, Jack Nelson's a former five-star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for Oklahoma State, their big play receiver, Braden Johnson. Yeah, no, I mean, it's such a wonky ball game. If everyone is healthy, it it's is. a fun matchup, but yeah. Um, going to the military bowl between UCF and Duke, where Mike Elko had one of the best turnarounds of the yep. year. Another weird, weird bowl matchup, but... Yeah, cheering for Duke. I'm cheering for Duke to get that, that ball playing. I you can really just trying to pick one guy off this Duke defense a little bit hard. Yeah, um, they got a couple like fringe guys on this defense. Uh, Shaka Hayward at linebacker, um, um, Dwayne Carter and R.J. Oben on the defensive line. Uh, I like Darius Joyner. He he's this long, lean, fluid safety. He was an All American in the FCS at Western Illinois last year. Transferred to Duke and they just they played them all like very like all over the place single high to edge like everywhere. He now he misses a lot of tackles, but he's just I don't know he looks like an NFL safety to me. He's got good zone instincts. He he he's always around the football. He's a very fluid athlete and he he stuck out to me when I was watching their stuff. And on UCF side, probably it's uh, the the tackle Talon Grable for them. Devald Wilson at DB as well, Georgia transfer. Um, the six ten tackle, Ryan Swoboda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Javon Baker, Kobe Hudson at, at receiver, both pretty productive, especially with Ryan O'Keefe out. Yep. So, going to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Kansas for, versus Arkansas, the battle for Kansas. Uh, who's better, the R-Kansas or Kansas? Mm, who's the true Kansas? Couple opt outs here too. Drew Sanders, Ricky Stromberg, Jaden Hazelwood for Arkansas. Um, I think Lonnie Phelps is so underrated. I will I will bang the table for him. The Kansas pass rusher. He transferred up from Miami of Ohio uh, and was awesome for the Jayhawks. Reminds me of Marcus Golden. Uh, good speed to power. Plays his ass off. Good get off. Uses his hands pretty decently like you'll see some swipes and chops on on the tape underrated guy kenny logan coming down against the arkansas rushing attack is gonna be fun too yep and with uh with hazelwood out matt matt landers the former georgia and toledo receiver big body big playmaker it's a goofy bowl game and i like it also dalton wagner the arkansas right tackle is uh, head of the strong strong (laughs) game six foot nine (laughs) Uh, the SDCCU Holiday Bowl, or for those who don't know, the San Diego Credit. Oh, that was me. San Diego Comic Con. That would have been way cooler. I, I think it's it's the Credit. That Union, makes more sense. But I forget. I forget what the other C stands for. Uh, between North Carolina and number fifteen Oregon. Good matchup. N- no Christian Gonzalez or DJ Johnson both opted out for the Ducks. And Josh Downs did for their North Carolina. Yeah, all the all the top prospects opted out. I mean, really, the guy to watch in this game is Drake May, even though he's not eligible for this season. But 
that's going to be the actual one to watch. But on the flip side, I guess Bo Nix is the highlight, maybe. I don't know. Well, I I also thought Noah Sewell hasn't opted out. That's true, um, yeah. And getting to see him against, I know Phil Longo's not the OC anymore, but it's still a variation of the air raid, uh, whether he's calling in plays space, or not. In space, it's a tough, And yeah. seeing Sewell in space, yeah. Um, I mean, UNC, who's there other than May? I guess that they're... Antoine, Antoine Green. Yeah, true. Their other receiver. Yeah. Who's head to the Shrine game? Um, I think Brandon Dorless, Alex Forsyth, and TJ Bass are all going to suit up for the Ducks. Okay, that's good then. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It sounds like Bo Nix going back to Oregon. Yeah, I think so. But but if this is our last chance to watch Noah Sewell, um, it's a huge. He needs a big game, and it's a really good opportunity for him to show he can play in space. UNC Cedric Gray, their linebacker too, could have a. It needs a good yeah. game too. The Tax Act. Texas Bowl between Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Uh, no Tyree Wilson for Texas Tech could easily be the best prospect. <laughs> yeah. uh, he got injured and, and opted out. Uh, potential top 10 pick. Um, Zach Evans hasn't opted out. He hasn't declared the Ole Miss running back. We've, we've talked about him a, a lot. That's, Obviously, yeah. the, the emergence of Quinshawn Junkins is the best freshman running back in the country. Impacted Zach Evans' output this year. But uh, he still has over, almost a thousand yards from scrimmage. He could go on, on a bright note in this game um, if he's healthy. Yeah, Evans is—he's got a lot of decisions at hand, and yeah, he definitely could. Because I mean, no, no Texas Tech insult, but I think you can run on Tech pretty well. Um, yeah, so if he plays, if he's healthy, if he decides to come out, that's that's a big one. Um, like really, honestly. No, tell me if you disagree. But outside of Bijan Robinson, like he's the best combination of size, contact, balance, and burst in this class at running back. I mean, he yeah, he does things that no other back can do other than Bijan. I, I agree with you. And I mean, people, you know, the the the, the way the season has went is you know had made people had has people soured on him, and that's understandable. Um, but yeah, no, a huge game going out would be big. I mean. I don't know. Do you think, I mean, if he doesn't declare, what does he do then? You know what I mean? So, I mean, he could always hit the portal again, but. And uh, just a couple other guys. Nick Broker, the Ole Miss guard. Jonathan Mingo, the receiver. They're both headed to the senior bowl. Mingo having a good game would be be nice. Yeah. Troy Brown at linebacker for Ole Miss. They got a bunch of defensive linemen. Tavius Robinson, Jared Ivey, G.J. Perdue's. For Tech. Sir Roderick Thompson, I'm never quitting him. <laughs> and they they got a big corner in Dunlap, Dunlap. Yeah, I think I think Dunlap and Mango. That's that's the the prospect versus prospect matchup to watch in this one. They're calling it a Brents versus Johnson 2.0. Um, anyone else from this no. game? I guess Creshawn Merriweather. Sure, sure. Okay, the bad boy. Mowers pinstripe bowl. This is a perfect pinstripe bowl. Syracuse versus Minnesota. Love it, love it. I mean, I, I think I think the the highlight is the trench play, the or the offensive line play at least. I think John Michael Schmitz, the center for Minnesota, uh, first team AP All American center apparently. Even though Olu won, uh, you know the Remington and Outland, but whatever. And, and our guy Matthew Bergeron uh, for Q's the tackle, who's. Who's had some really, really good games, some okay games. Um, I think those two are the highlights. Yeah, you know what's interesting? The the discourse on Sean Tucker's just falling off. Big so time. Much. Yeah. It, 
I mean, has he de- has he declared yet? No. That's gonna be interesting. I I, I can't. But yeah, he, go ahead. I, I I'm with you in that. Like Bergeron and, and Michael Schmitz, both probably easily or Schmitz for sure, but probably both top five at their positions in this class for me. Yeah. Um, but also obviously the the Tucker and Mo Ibrahim matchups really fun. <laughs> yeah. Come on, like the both those backs are built for fucking for for. For Yankee Stadium in the in the cold, I love that. It's gonna, I think it's gonna be like maybe one of the most fun bowl games if it all goes right. Um, and, and just more on Bergeron, he is a really gifted athlete. Mm-hmm. Really shows up in the run game, a little inconsistent in pass pro, some stuff in his technique that needs to be fixed. But I think he has the the, the talent to be a second round guy. Yeah, he does. Uh, and, and a few more guys: Minnesota tight end Brevin Span Ford, big body. Mm-hmm. Uh, put up some good numbers this year. Their safety, Tyler Nubbin, who's already announced he's returning, but yeah. he's going to be one of the best safeties next yep. year. Uh, and Syracuse linebacker Michael Jones. Yeah, Michael Jones is just a solid linebacker. It's a good, good, good chance for him to flash something against that power run. Yeah, game. it is. It's a good, it's a good matchup. It's perfect for the for that pitch right bowl. But no bowl is more <laughs> perfect than the Cheese It Bowl. That's right. This year we got some heavy hitters. Oklahoma. Versus number thirteen Florida State. They, how? Why are the Seminoles not playing in a better uh, Florida? Sorry, not playing a better opponent. Why? Why? Sorry, let me rephrase this. Why did the Cheez-It Bowl invite Oklahoma? They don't deserve this. Florida State's gonna walk Oklahoma. It's gonna be one of the blowouts, man. Uh, Oklahoma's had a bunch of opt-outs. Defense lineman Jalen Redman, running back Eric Gray, tackles Anton Harrison and Wanya Morris. Um, I think the, the the two guys you look at are. Florida State DB, uh, Jamie Robinson, and, and edge rusher Jared Verse. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think you can name probably like eight Florida State players as better prospects than the top Oklahoma. Like, who's the top? Like, Braden Willis? Mar- Marvin Mims. Oh, Mims. Braden if Willis. Out, and, yeah. It's those two. It's Braden Willis, who's senior bowl bound tight end in, in Mims, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Florida State's got a lot of dudes. Verse and Robinson, uh, chief amongst them, Ro- though. I think Robinson has a chance to be the Jalen – uh, Petrie of this class, mm-hmm. just the versatility, the instincts, um, really fun kind of play, play pure nickel if you need him to, but ma- match up with slots and tight ends, but also play deep because he's he's got those uh, zone instincts. Man, and... Verse can go out eating against two backup tackles. Yeah, Ver- Verse has obviously been one of the, the best uh, transfer yep. prospects of this year, but like he is a potential first round pick yep. with his athleticism and his, his hand violence. So that's a fun one. Uh, Johnny Wilson build for next year. Uh, Fabian Lovett on the defensive line for Florida state. Their other safety, Akeem Dent. Yeah. This Jordan, Jordan Travis. Gonna Travis. His Heisman buzz it, in this yeah. Room. Amen. He's got Jaheim Bell waiting in the wings next year. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Jaheim Bell and Johnny fucking Wilson. Oh, That's so fun. Yeah, it's, it's Norville's really t- push, put something together, man. Got to give him credit. He had Dion breathing down his neck. He had, he had to. Uh, the Valero Alamo Bowl between number 20 Texas and number 12 Washington, our second top 25 matchup. Um, B. John Robinson, Roshan Johnson, DeMarvey, and Overshone, all from Texas, all opted out. Roma Donzi hasn't declared and has, seems to not be opting out. I think that's the guy we got to talk about. Definitely is. Yeah, I think like 
I think we started the hype on him, Rob, because once I start, once once we started talking about him, I'm seeing some more on on the old Twitter machines and whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think Washington kind of cooks Texas in this one. They they kind of match up way better, but yeah, Odunze against you know, no Jameson. In the, is is Jameson playing actually? I, I think he is. Okay, so that's a good matchup when when they when they got it. The the thing is, Washington's got three: Jalen Polk, Jalen yep. McMillan, and Odunze, yeah. all redshirt sophomores. And Penix obviously coming back and slanging it yep. around the yard. <laughs> but Odunze just has this combo like Odunze six three can sink his hips, explode a, a, out of his breaks as a route runner. Win these 50-50 balls. Like, Adunzi might be the most underrated. Like, he might end up being, if he declares, a top five receiver in this class. Yeah. Yeah. And and for the for the Longhorns, uh, my guy, Keandre Coburn's their, their top two yeah. playing in this game. Um, not a great matchup for, for him, but just let him go eat. Whoa, whoa. He's going to eat Jackson Kirkland's yeah, lunch. Yeah. Kirkland needs a, needs a game to, 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 to be anything. Um, yeah, he's going to eat Kirkland's lunch now that he's inside. Um, yeah, Coburn, Coburn's just going to sit down and eat that run game up, but then the Penix and, and Company are going to be too much in the passing game, I think. Uh, ZTF, Braylon Trice, yeah. uh, Tully on that Washington Trice D-line. has been super um, productive this year. Texas going to need a big game from linebacker Jalen Ford, who's had a couple big games yeah. this year too, but especially with overshown. Okay, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. The only one that Winning matters. coach gets a bucket of mayo dumped on them. Uh, Maryland versus number 23 NC State. We've had uh, Rakeem Jarrett, Dante Demas, and Deontay Banks opt out for the Terps. Jalen Duncan looks like he's going to play, though. That's the highlight in this game. Seeing, like, Duncan's had, you know, good games, but against, like, Maryland's toughest opponents, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, he, he's struggled. I, well, I mean, I guess he was pretty decent against Michigan, I thought. But, yeah, I think I think him... If he if he is declaring that is him um, having a one more big game against a solid NC State Wolfpack defense uh, would be huge. Uh, uh, another guy who's a top ten tackle, but could he be a top five tackle? He's got the athleticism yeah. and the length, but we've seen issues. You you mentioned like the Ohio State game was a, a tough showing for him. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he he he's got everything you want in a tackle. He just needs to kind of kind of put it together. Yeah, fix some of his technique stuff and get his hand placement right. And uh, NC State doesn't have, like, a killer pass rusher, but they got a killer linebacker mm-hmm. crew. Drake Thomas, Peyton Wilson, Isaiah Moore, and uh, Tanner Engel at nickel I really like. Um, in Maryland corner, Jacorian Bennett is headed to the senior bowl. That's a cool. That's fun. Yeah. Um, the Tony the Tiger sum bowl bet- between Pitt and number 18 UCLA. Uh Kalijah Canty's not going to play for Pitt. Um, Zach Charbonnet hasn't said yeah. he's not playing, so I'm going to assume he's playing. I, I, and Tervashi Dennis got the Senior Bowl invite and is going, and sounds like he's still playing. So uh, Charbonnet, Dennis trying to wrangle Charbonnet is going to actually be a lot of fun because they're 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 both downhill monsters. That's a good matchup. Yeah, Char- Charbonnet may be the most powerful running back in this class. Dennis is one of the best kind of blitzing linebackers in this mm-hmm. class. Uh, but yeah, Char- Charbonnet, a guy who could be a, a top sixty pick and instant impact running back. Um, also in this game, like you got Jake Bobo, DTR's last game at UCLA. Uh, Leitu Latu has been kind of an out of nowhere fun story yep. this year, and a very talented pass rusher. Um, Israel Abanaconda, the yeah. running back for Pitt too. He's I think he's he's a redshirt sophomore, so. I don't know if he would declare, but he had a really good he year. He did. He, once he came in, he was just he was just really explosive. 
Yeah, well, he ran for like six touchdowns in a game. Yeah, I think so. Was it? Yeah, it was six touchdowns and three twenty against Vautech. It's insane. It's, it's a great defense to run against too. It is. Um, the Taxler Gator Bowl, number twenty one Notre Dame versus number nineteen South Carolina. Uh, no Isaiah Foskey or Michael Meyer for Notre Dame. No Cam Smith or Zach Pickens. For why? South why watch then, Rob? For Spencer Rattler. Those are the four best prospects. Yeah, I'm close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wa- you watch for Juice Wells. You do watch for Juice Wells, absolutely. And and hey, maybe Rattler hasn't made a decision yet. <laughs> Who knows with him? But you do watch for Juice Wells. Yeah, Juice Wells, the James James Madison transfer, really caught on late for the, the game. He and both of those Felt- upsets at the end of the season. Three hundred yard games in his last four. Uh, also put up one eighty nine on Arkansas. Uh, was winning a ton of fifty fifty balls mm-hmm. uh, from Rattler. He's he's been a very fun player. Um, South Carolina safety Darius Rush headed the Senior Bowl. Uh, you got Brandon Joseph, your guy, the Notre Dame safety. Jason Adamolia, Adamolola, who's I I like a lot of the Notre Dame D yeah. line. Um, Jarrett Patterson feels like he's been at Notre Dame forever. <laughs> does. on the old line. It does. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl between Ohio and Wyoming. I forgot this was still Barstool's game. And Wyoming continuing the trend of um, future NFL yeah. linebackers. Easton Gibbs. E- Easton Gibbs. The I now he's he's a redshirt sophomore, so who knows? But he's been a tackling machine for them the last two years. He is, is kind of a a, a great. Downhill thumper with the speed to go sideline to sideline. Uh, he, yeah, he, he's a good one to watch. But could he carry Sam Wiggles' downfield? That's the big question, Rob. Yeah, that's Sam Wiggles is going to be so good on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. <laughs> the Ohio State transfer at receivers, I'm action king, 11 touchdowns this year. I like him a lot. They got a guard named Hagen Maservi. Uh, and linebacker Bryce Houston. I, I will say Wyoming is the most MAC program that's not actually in the MAC. So this is a this is a MAC to me. Yeah, Craig Bowles are really MAC. <laughs> he is. Uh, getting to the Capital One Orange Bowl as we get into the New Year's six games. Uh, number six Tennessee against number seven Clemson. Obviously, no Hendon Hooker for the Vols. Sadly, uh, they'll also be without. Uh, Top receivers Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt who have opted out. Clemson's have Miles Murphy and Trenton Simpson opt out so far on their defense. Uh, as of now, Brian Percy hasn't opted. I can't out. see him playing though. But yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't. So clearly, he's the top <laughs> prospect. Yeah, he's a he's a top ten, but likely top ten pick in this class. Uh, wicked athleticism for an interior offensive lineman. Like um, the ability to line up on the edge and rip spin moves. Yeah. Uh, He's got some sweet explosion, sweet quick. I mean, he is a great kind of gap shooting three tech at the next level. Um, you're right. I don't think he'll play. It sounds like Darmel Wright will. Yeah, he though. is. He is. Yeah, he announced today. So seeing, seeing him, it sounds like KJ as Henry. of now, KJ Henry, Rook Aurorahor, and Tyler Davis are all playing on that Clemson D line. So great test potentially for Darnell Wright. Yeah, right, right, and Henry's the reason to tune in. I think if we if we see that matchup. And uh, other side, I mean, Byron Young for Tennessee and, and Jordan McFadden for Clemson. Yep. Um, that's not a bad one. Davis Allen, the Clemson tight end, headed to the Senior Bowl. Uh, Jeremy Banks, the Bulls linebacker, headed to the uh, East-West. 
And the, hey, Brew McCoy can step up big with Tillman. He could. Hyatt off he could. It's had his moments more early in the year, but um, I, I think they should have to make both teams wear their orange jerseys too and just get really confusing. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Love that. Um, the All-State Sugar Bowl between number five Alabama, number nine Kansas State. No one has opted out of this game yet. <laughs> Can we do we buy that though? I I can see like you know like Felix for K State not opting out, but I I could see all the Kansas State guys. Yeah, but the Bama guys, I don't know. They've had they have so many people in the portal and well, Will Anderson's the best prospect playing in this game. And the second best is Bryce Young. Like great. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean realistically, who like Steen maybe if he doesn't opt out? Yeah, I think Tyler Steen's a a a good one to watch, especially Felix. Felix Uzama, yeah, they go head to head. Like that's a fun one. Um, I mean, if 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 Byron Young and DJ Dale don't like Cooper BB yeah. dealing with them, yeah, that's a good one. Like, there's a couple potential non opt out scenarios here uh, where you get good matchups for sure. Either way, um, I mean, like Malik Knowles, Eli Ray. Hey, Brent is gonna eat up those Bama receivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, I, I realistically, like, I think Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs all opt yes. out. Um, Brian Branch probably opts out. Um, but I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see which Bama guys. I mean, the the only thing I don't like about opt outs is is it announced it early because I hate when we tune in. It's like these seventeen guys opted out. It's like oh fuck. <laughs> Deuce Do, Vaughn's gonna go for three hundred oh, yeah. anyway in a big Oh way. yeah. You know, you know, Bama doesn't care about this. It's so true. Um, but I do think like I I'm really excited for the potential of seeing Cooper BB against uh, Byron yeah. Young. Byron Young, I think. One of my favorite players in this draft, and Cooper I love one BB. of the best cards. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, uh, the Transperfect Music City Bowl between Iowa and Kentucky. No Will Levis, no Chris Rodriguez for Kentucky. Um, they should let Cade McNamara suit this one up <laughs> for Kentucky, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack Jack yeah, Campbell. He's not. He's not up to date. Just one of the buckets. Um, really long and productive linebacker for, for the Hawkeyes last uh, two years now. Years Campbell now. and Rodriguez would have um, been a fun clash if, if he if he stayed in. Yeah, Jack Campbell's interesting because he doesn't miss tackles. He feels like he's just always in the right place. Like He, he can zone drop well enough. Uh, super aggressive. Does a good job stacking and shedding, but it's just like, does he have the athletic, athletic chops? To, yeah. Like, how early will he go? He's 6'5", 240. Um, First round pick uh, 20 years ago. Exactly. That'll be interesting. Uh, Riley Moss, also at Iowa. He's headed to the Senior Bowl, their corner. Um, Kayvon Merriweather, their safety, is headed mm-hmm. to the Senior Bowl. I think uh, a couple Kentucky. Go ahead, sorry, sir, please. A couple Kentucky guys. I like Deshaun Manning, their guard a little bit. Iowa State transfer. And their corner, Kajon Smith, uh, been pretty good. I think it'll be interesting to see how good they can be against this Iowa defense without Will Levis. <laughs> if they look good without Will Levis, I think it hurts his stock even more. Um, yeah, but when they look unwatchable because this Iowa defense is actually really good, it's gonna help them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's 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 yeah. Uh, do you know the total in this game? I haven't checked rate recently, but I have a number in my head. Do you want to guess the the total? Yeah. Um, it's in the Music City, so that's a ten point bump. I will say thirty two. Thirty one. 
Oh my god! I thought I was gonna be way. I was like, he's probably forty. No, it's thirty-one. It's it's army navy level. Uh, That's sick. it is so sick. I'm checking right now to see if it's updated, but take the take the over. I, I got a feeling this Kentucky backup QB. Ooh, thirty-one. Yeah, still thirty-one. Um, here we'll save. We'll, do you want to save the playoff games for last? Sure, sure. Because technically they're not the last. Or we could just like not even do them and then save them for their own show. But we'll we'll get there. Yeah. No, no we can do both. Okay. I like content. Sure. Uh, the Relia Quest Bowl the between fuck number is twenty. Quest? You said that in a way that like felt like you were like setting me up to tell me. I don't know. I would really want to know. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, "It's this." I'll Google it while you uh, talk. Number, Go. Number twenty-two, Mississippi State versus Illinois. Uh, obviously, Mike Leach passed away this past week. Yeah. Um. So this 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 will be it'll be nice to see. I, I'm assuming that they'll do a really good job, just kind of like talking about Mike Leach throughout this broadcast, which makes it extra interesting. Plus, I just hope the Bulldogs throw it every play. That'd be a good ode to him. Let Will Rogers throw it a hundred times. Yeah. Um, and hey, Illinois suited to play that type of game. They got three DBs in their secondary headed to the Senior Bowl. Uh, corners: Jatavius Martin, Devin Witherspoon, and Sidney Brown. Witherspoon's the the dude here. Yeah. Um, probably the most physical corner in this class, honestly. Uh, who? He's just been unbelievable all year, making splash plays against the run, being such a great physical man corner, uh, a sneaky late first round pick type of yeah, player. Yeah, potentially. Uh, um, and and the running back, uh, uh, Chase Brown's obviously been awesome, freaky athlete too, and and their defensive lineman Jerzon Newton's awesome. The um, Lightwest is a cybersecurity company, which is really boring. Of course yeah. it is. For Mississippi State, it sounds like Emmanuel Forbes is playing, who's the all-time leader in pick sixes in the FBS, potential top 100 player. Uh, their defensive tackle, Cameron Young's heading to the Senior Bowl. I think Tyrus Wheat, their linebacker, is going to the Shrine. Um, hey, people liked Will Rogers at one point. Yeah, that was weird. That was too. weird. But, yeah, people like him still, I guess. I don't know. Um, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl between number sixteen Tulane and number ten USC. Funky matchup. What a funky, funky matchup. Um, I hope Caleb Williams plays. Obviously, not a prospect for this year, but that'll be. He he said he okay, was. Okay, good. That unfortunately for Tulane, if 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 Caleb Williams is out, I would probably think Tulane's going to win this game. But um, regardless, Tulane's going to be led by their guy Ty J Spears, baby, and seeing him against uh, well. I was going to say a power five defense, but it's barely a power five defense. But seeing him against this defense, he could have a monster game the way they can't stop the fucking run. Yeah. Um, one of the more fun satellite backs in this class. Uh, USC, it's, it's Jordan Addison, right? Like, let's see Jordan Addison cook one last uh, time. Top five receiver in this class. Potentially the number two receiver off the board after Quentin Johnston. Um, Tuli Tui Pillow, too, going out with a really strong game, too, if, he, if he's playing. Yeah. Dorian Williams at linebacker for the Green Wave yeah. headed to the Senior Bowl. Uh, uh, Makai Blackman for the USC secondary. Austin Jones has been pretty good for USC uh, in the run mm-hmm. game when, once Travis Dye got hurt. Um, the Cheese It Citrus Bowl, not the Cheese It Bowl. Number 17 LSU versus Purdue. Uh, no Aiden O'Connell for Purdue, but don't worry, Drew Brees is coaching them. <laughs> and no. No B.J. Ojolari for LSU. We got Charlie Sizzles, though, baby. Charlie Jones is the prospect to watch. For the time being, it sounds like Charlie... I don't know. Will he play without his I buddy? I don't know. I don't know. But for the time being, it sounds like Charlie Jones will play. Uh, obviously, one of the most productive receivers in college football this year. Uh, screams 
starting slot receiver of the NFL mm-hmm. with his his route running capabilities and his ball skills. Uh, fun to see him go up against an LSU secondary that's got the senior bowl bound Jay Ward, uh, corn. Uh, I think Shrine game bound Makai Garner at corner, Jerick Bernard Converse at corner. Um, it, it's a it's a good secondary, and for LSU, uh, if Jaden Daniels plays. Uh, I'm not sure what his plan is yet because he he could be returning. Yeah. Keyshawn Butte is already returning, but this is a fun game to watch him into. Corey Trice being uh-huh. the corner yeah, that could booty. handle that's him. fun. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fun little matchups in this game. Agreed. And uh, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl game, number eleven Penn State versus number eight Utah. Another good matchup. With Parker Washington's opted out for Penn State. Clark Phillips and Dalton Kincaid have opted out for Utah. That kind of sucks. But uh, how about Jair Brown against this uh, Utah, you know, coming down low against this. If he got to cover Kincaid, that would have been a ton of fun. But coming down against this Utah running attack, uh, you know, that that's that's a good one. Um, I mean, the pen, I think that the real uh, stars are the Penn State my, running backs, but they're not eligible, obviously. My guy is uh, Braden Daniels, yeah. the Utah left tackle. See him against um, – a, a good many Diaz defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, I mean, Juice Scruggs dealing with that Utah defensive line at, at center for Penn State. He's headed to the Shrine yep. game. Um, yeah, it kind of loses some of its fire with Phillips and Kincaid. But yeah, Jair Brown and, and Braden Daniels are definitely mm-hmm. the, the two big ones. All right. The two playoff games. The final two. The Verbo Fiesta Bowl between number three TCU and number two Michigan. Uh, no Blake Corm for the, for the Wolverines. Obviously, he's injured. Quentin Johnson, I think, is the prospect leading. Yeah, away. it's clearly Quentin Johnson. Michigan secondary struggled against bigger receivers this year too. Um, seeing him, you know, DJ Turner. I saw him in the first round of a mock draft this this week, which I thought was weird. But against Turner and uh, Johnson, like that's a that's a really good matchup for both. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Hopefully, hopefully Johnston is. I mean, he's had lots of time health off, so hopefully he gets full on healthy. Like you know, what I mean, just no Knicks anymore, and that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, Michigan wise, who, who's who? It's Olu, I guess, uh, against this this uh, TCU front. Yeah, Dylan Horton. Yeah, that's going head to head with him and Ryan Hayes. Um, I mean, uh, Michigan doesn't have a lot of NFL talent, honestly. Um, no offense. No, Mazzy Smith against against Steve Avila is one That's I'm really a looking good forward one too. To. Olu Olu picking up D Winter's blitz is gonna be fun in the past game. Um, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson Ronnie Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good a good fun little matchup. Yeah, but yeah, like Quentin Johnson's kind of the X factor for TCU to win this game. It needs to be them giving him those 50-50 yeah. balls, just throwing him screens and letting him use that ridiculous size and power as a yak guy. Quentin Johnston is can, has the ability. We've seen him do it. He has the ability to take over a game. Uh, I think Oki might be coming back, but I don't know. Nothing official there yet. And and Mike Morris, if he if he's healthy, which hopefully he is, they uh, need him. They do need him. Going up against Max, you know, trying to wrangle Max Duggan is going to be a, a lot of fun too. The Taysom Hill of Texas, <laughs> the, yeah, the Texas Taysom. Uh, and then finally, in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, number four Ohio State against number one Georgia. Obviously. The, this game has huge, I think, draft Im- implications just because C.J. Stroud, I, I think he's like pretty clearly viewed as QB2 right mm-hmm. now. Um, but 
his flaws have been pointed out in, as the NFL moves to needing more mobile quarterbacks. Um, his inability to make plays out of structures become an issue. And, and seeing him against this defense, this is the perfect place for him to kind of show the naysayers he's capable of of playing in that playmaking guard ability rather than just the point guard yeah. ability. You know? Unfortunately for Ohio State, they got two really, really good tackles. Uh, but they can't do but much. The some... Guards aren't so hot. <laughs> and and Jalen so fucking Carter's coming yeah. up the middle. Yeah. So Jalen Carter's probably going to be all over CJ Stroud all yeah. game. So CJ Stroud really needs to make plays out of structure. Like Paris Johnson, Dewan Jones, a, a tackler, the best tackle combo in, in college football for my money. But, you know, like Georgia's pass rush comes from the inside yeah. and, and the blitzers. And Jalen Carter's just such a freak show. Um, it'll be really fun to watch that. Luke Weipler holding on for dear life is going to be fun. Um, I think just in terms of prospect matchup, getting to see Broderick Jones and, and Zach Harrison is really yeah. fun. Um, I, I want to see, like, how does Ohio State handle Darnell Washington? Like, will they play Ronnie Hickman on him? Like, will Tommy Eichenberg deal with him? What's going to happen there? And just just uh, for Ringo, I know Marvin Harrison's not eligible yet, yeah. but that is uh, – a prime yeah, time no, matchup. No JSN for Ohio State, but Marvin Harrison Jr. has been maybe the best receiver in college football, taking on maybe the best corner prospect in this draft with Ringo. That's so much fun. Um, what else is there? I mean, like I, I like Christopher Smith a lot on this Georgia back end at safety. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, I mean, there's both the playoff games are just full of prospect matchups. As they always should be. I know. TCU Michigan's kind of like – not as hot, but because uh, Michigan's just a college football team, you know, like that's all they they'll win they'll, so they'll win back to back natties next year. TCU surprising amount of NFL. Talent. They do, yeah, and I mean Quinton Johnson obviously chief, but yeah, that's it. That's all the Bulls. Can we do? Can we do more? Do you want to do the FCS playoffs? Let's games? go. Okay, we got. I don't even know what the matchups are. You watch some of the games. It's this uh, week. it's it's uh, Incarnate Words playing North Dakota State. Ooh. And South Dakota State is playing someone. I don't remember who. I can't. Probably going to be a, another all Dakota championship game. Yes, which is the way it should be. 